a strategic decision was to say, look, we're doing $2 million a year and I'm only making $200,000 a year off this business. Mm. And my, and my business coach is like, Matt, you should be making two or three times what you're making off of mm. this business. If you were, if you were managing it properly, you might have 20% less customers and be making that same amount of money too, and, and not deal with all the headache, or you could manage what you have well and, and probably double what your take home is. Think of it like this. If you, if you raise your customers' prices by $5 and let's say you had a, a net profit of, of 10%, right? Yeah. And, your, and your bill rate was 100, right? You might, and let's say that that, that $5 was just like just a price increase that didn't go to your wage, didn't go to wages or anything like that. You, you might basically have increased your, your gross profit by 50% at that point, because mm. that's just an extra $5 per job. You're, you're making a, you're only making $10 per job more. I mean, that's an oversimplification of it, but looking for like the little changes on what each job is profiting you is really where all the money, it really is where all the money is. And so we have, we have dispatch boards that we're looking at every single day. And we have somebody on our team responsible to say, did that job hit its time? Did it not? Why? And then drive that down all the way to the team that did it, having conversations around what happened. Do we need to adjust that customer? Do we need to make changes? And not waiting until it's like the customer's gotten really comfortable with having you come and clean and with, with a rate that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And from the very first cleaning, we're, we're making those evaluations. And I, I know that's tougher on the commercial side because you guys bid it, you sign a contract, but I mean, there's tough conversations that can be had there with those where it's just, you got a 30 day out usually and just say, we're not making money here the way things are. Like we need to either change the structure of the cleaning, pull some things back, reallocate or raise the bill, right? Does that happen in, in commercial ever? Do you have to have those conversations? You do, you do, but not necessarily after such a, a short time scale. So it'd be more likely either a quarterly or biannual once you have got a good gauge of the data. It, leading up to that process, there, there will be communication with the client saying, look, this is where you were, either to get the, the quality that you want, we need to adjust the hours that have been quoted because we underestimated or that there were a few things that came into play, which, which we didn't anticipate at the time because they weren't raised to us or whatever the case may be. But then it goes, then it goes through a review process, but certainly not, not as quick as that. So I think from your perspective, like what, what are some of the key KPIs that you look out for during that 30 day period to then be able to assess, look, this is, this is where the change needs to be made. Yeah. So I mean, we use the idea of, so obviously the allowed hours versus, versus what actually happened. We also use the idea of normalized time too. I don't know if this is common and this is a fairly, what we do is we look at the average productivity of that technician doing any other job. And yeah. so let's say that they're hitting the allowed hours in that job. It's a three hour job and, and it's taking them three hours. But if they're normally faster in, in most other situations, they're actually being slowed down by that job. So we're, so we would actually apply like a normalized time to it and say, actually, this job is taking them 3.5 normalized hours. So we actually use the software to kind of normalize time across technicians because they all have a little bit different productivity rates and, and we're able to, with enough data, we're able to kind of normalize that time. So we're looking at the time, we're looking at the revenue produced per hour. We, we have a, we have a floor 
So we won't serve a customer if we can't make at least $60 an hour on that, like $60 per labor hour on that job. It just doesn't make sense to do the things that we do for our, for our employees with benefits and things like that to try and, to try and stretch those, those jobs. Those are kind of the two, those are kind of the two KPIs that are kind of the, the big ones in terms of price adjustments. So there's other things that come into play though. So I guess if you're normalizing time, do you normalize time across the whole team or do you go as, as per team member? So um, across, it, it would, it would aggregate the data okay. across all the team members that have served that, that customer. We do a lot of solo work. I have had big contracts where I have had big contracts where we have like a multi team, like at a place five, six, seven days a week, sort of like, so we do do, we do commercial, sure. but it's what we were describing this before. We only do commercial in the sense that it's what we call resumercial. It's places where people live. I like high rise apartments. I like retirement communities. I like places where we can clean during the day and I don't need to have teams out in weird hours and things like that. Yeah. And, and I, I like places where they actually value that the, that the employees look like professional, like, so like the quality of the people that are there interacting with the guests, the, sure. the staff matters a little bit more. So maybe we can get a little bit higher rate than we can from some other commercial jobs where they never see the, they never see the people. It's kind of invisible. So anyway, we, what I do oftentimes in those jobs is I'll break up specific functions by per- by people so I can actually measure it across an individual. So like, all right, you're doing this wing and you're responsible for it. So James, you have this and, and Precious, you have this and Katie, you have this. Mm. And so we'll break up those parts of the job and we'll start measuring their individual. So it, so it doesn't have to get as aggregated. So they'll, okay. we'll break parts of the job up and measure it across the individual and then once we have that kind of baseline we don't need it anymore and we can kind of aggregate it all together but yeah having having your a lot of our teams be solos it's easy to kind of get that information without trying to be like well they're with a trainee or they're with so and so so they're being slowed down so it is easier to get that data because most of our technicians do work individually 